You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. So, Today, we have a very special episode because our entire ZZ Talk was founded on the basis of Gen X and Gen Z perspectives. But what kind of host would we be if we didn't put our knowledge to the test? So we came up with the idea of taking a couple quizzes uh, for one another with a little twist afterwards. But essentially, uh, my dad will be testing me on how Gen Z am I really as a cusper because I'm 24 years old. So I fall just basically as the oldest Gen Z. And I'll be testing my dad on how much of a Gen Xer he is. And those are people who usually lived through the 1980s, I would imagine. So is he more Gen X or is he more Boomer? It just depends. We're going to find out. And so my dad has pulled up a quiz for me right here uh, for me to just test how well I know Gen Z and uh, overall my generation. So uh, without further ado, let's get into this. So you asked me the questions. And then I will answer them because obviously we didn't want to do something that's more um, visual because we wanted our listeners to hear what the questions and answers are. So let's jump right into it. Anything you want to add? All right. So, yeah, I'll just add that uh, there are photos of some of these uh, people that are the questions are based on. And I barely recognize or have no idea who these people are. So that's proof that I am definitely not Gen Z. So question number one, Mm. Noah. What did Kylie Jenner name her baby? Would you like the choices? Uh, yes. Okay. So it is definitely Stormy. Um, uh, the answers here are Rainy, Stormy, Moon, North, and Angel. I know it's Stormy because North is what I believe Kim Kardashian named her child with Kanye West. So it's got to be Stormy. All right. Let's see. All right. And I think um, we'll, I, guess. I guess we'll say at the end if uh, we're I most correct here. What does yeah, SMH yeah. mean? Well, that's no, no, I'm supposed to ask you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this is our most technologically advanced episode, by the way. We took about an hour to set all of this up. I, I know it sounds ridiculous, so maybe we're all boomers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> There's a Zoom crisis in today's world. All right, what does SMH mean? Even I know that one. I mean, shaking my head. No, that's easy. exactly right. That's I right. Imagine they'll throw us a few softballs here. All right, here we go. Uh, which of these actors is not on the show The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Oh, I might not know this one. All right. Um, here, are, here are our choices. Um, and, and you may have to pronounce their names, but uh, uh, Kiernan Shipka? <laughs> yes, I think that she is maybe the new one. And Lily Reinhardt looks like she was the older one. So go down. Mm-hmm. Auckland Watson and Ross Lynch. Okay, I'm just going to take a wild guess and say Ross Lynch on this one. All right, let's see. Well, we won't know until the end. Save all future quiz results by signing in. No, thanks. Just show me the next question. All right. Uh, This is the internet. All right. I know. Got a lot of it. Okay, question number four. Which Disney show did Hmm. Selena Gomez get her start on? Well, if I'm correct, this would probably be the Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. Well, I'm going to click that, but I just want to point out that Gen Z would phrase this on which Disney show, I'm sorry, Gen X would phrase this on which Disney show did Selena Gomez get her start? 
Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. All right. Next question, number five. <laughs> what is this mumble rapper's name? All right. Well, it's Lil Xan before the questions even pop up. I would recognize that face anywhere. He released an album in, I want to say, 2018 called Total Xanarchy. And he was dating Noah Cyrus, who is Miley Cyrus's little sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lil Xan. Huh? Lil Xan. All right. Lil Xan. Lil Xan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up is which words uh, does Post Malone have tattooed under his eyes? Oh, that's tough. Oh. Um, hmm. Shoot. <laughs> Um, I think it's either one love or always tired. It's got to be always tired. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, well, I can relate to that. That seems very edgy, you know, very, very on the cusp for uh, Gen Z. So what do we have here? All right. Which one of these celebrities has not dated Taylor Swift? And the choices are Harry Styles, Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, Jaden Smith, Calvin Harris. You know... I remember Harry Styles dating her. I think I remember Joe Jonas as well. I don't think Jaden Smith has. I don't think uh, Jaden Smith has dated her because I feel like Taylor Lautner was popular enough back when she was sort of in the media for dating all these famous people, one of the Kennedys even as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say Jaden Smith on this one. I know she did date Calvin Harris. All right. Next up. Oh, this is a visual one. Uh, And the, the question is, what are these? And right, I have those, no idea what they are. So I sure hope those, uh, my Gen Z representative knows. Those are jewel pods. Uh, they were visible across uh, every campus and college from probably 2016 to 2019 or 2020. Uh, those are unmistakable. Uh, those really were a big trend uh, oh. around those times. Okay. So their the choices were, by the way, flash drives, fidget spinners, jewel pods, AirPods, Tide pods. <laughs> Tide <laughs> and pods you are saying have been popular, but they are jewel pods okay all right what does bougie mean and the choices are someone that likes ugly things a place that people shop a difficult test or someone who loves fancy and extravagant things it is the very last one someone who loves fancy and extravagant things even i knew that yeah i figured you did i mean there's some things that i feel like most people can uh guess from common sense at least all right what does question number 10 is what does gen z watch the most the choices are social media videos on platforms like YouTube and Instagram, mm-hmm. Netflix, traditional TV, oh boy, and DVDs. <laughs> okay, well, those last two are absolutely incorrect. Um, it has to be social media videos on platforms like YouTube and Instagram. I've written papers about this and just how much Gen Z consumes when it comes to TikTok, especially now. Uh, so, I mean, it's got to be that. All right. Next one, chat, uh, question number 11. Um, which one of these stars got their start on Vine? And the choices are King Bach, Noah Schnapp, Jacob Tremblay, and Millie Shapiro, or and Bella Thorne. Okay, so fun fact, Millie Shapiro is in Hereditary. She's the little girl. Do you recognize her? I do. Yeah. Okay, so it's King Bach. It's got to be King Bach. Um, he has also been very popular on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken, but I remember... I remember he had this sort of comedy squad going on Vine back in the day. Uh, does Vine still exist? No, Vine, I think, was shut down in, I want to say, 2017 or so. Uh, I am kind of surprised why it shuttered. Twitter owned it, and it was doing pretty well. But um, mm-hmm. eventually, I'm not sure if Vine became something else, but musically, 
became TikTok, and that essentially replaced Vine as the short-form content videos that people just couldn't get enough of. And consequently, a lot of people who got popular on Vine made their switch to YouTube and are also very popular on TikTok these days as well. Which Nickelodeon show did Emma Roberts star in? The choices are iCarly, Clarissa Explains It All, Unfabulous, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, and Zoe 101. Oh, man. I don't even know this one. Um, it's definitely... I don't feel like it's iCarly. I don't even you know, know if it's not iCarly. Even I know it's not iCarly. Well, I know. That's Miranda Cosgrove and Gibby uh, and uh, the other ones. And then, all right. So Clarissa, Clarissa explains it all. I don't remember that ever being a show. Unfabulous. I don't remember that. Ned's Declassified. Loved that show, but I know it's not him. Zoe 101 was Britney Spears' uh, sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. And is this saying that she was like the main character on this one? Uh, so she, what did she star in? I'm going to go ahead and say Unfabulous. All right. All right. All right. Question number 13. What are some fun Gen Z nicknames for snakes? The choices are Bangers, Creepers, mm-hmm. Scaly Boy, Danger Noodle, Snack, Nope Rope, or little bites, little bites. Okay, so I'm between Scaly Boy and Danger Noodle Snack Nope Rope. I'm gonna go with Danger Noodle Snack and Nope Rope. That sounds appropriately dumb enough for uh, Gen Z to have picked up on that. And it's kind of fun to say. Number fourteen. What is the Walmart Yodel Boy's real name? Oh, I, I didn't know even know one. Walmart had a Yodel Boy. It's Mason. The Ramsey. choices are J- uh, who? It's Mason Ramsey. Okay, I won't even bother with the choices. Mason Ramsey. That's yeah. who you say it is. Never even heard of that person. Okay, number 15. Which actress was not in the movie Twilight? Hmm. Dakota Fanning, Anna Kendrick, uh, Kristen Stewart, Chloe Grace Moretz, or Nikki Reed? Oh, man. I want to say, I feel like Dakota Fanning was in it, though. I don't feel like Chloe Grace Moretz was in it. I think those movies were slightly before her time. So I'm going to say Chloe Grace Moretz. And fun fact, I actually saw her at a Hurricanes game. She was wearing a mask and she was uh, she had two bodyguards with her. And I remember Grace and I were walking by her and I said, was that Chloe Grace Moretz? And Grace is like, who? And then I showed her a picture (laughs) and she's like and and then she's like, oh, okay, I recognize her. And then on the Jumbotron, they're like, Chloe Grace Moretz is here. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. So we passed by her and I just thought that was the most interesting like little thing. I wonder why she was there. The question I have for you is how many bodyguards did you have with you at the Hurricanes game? Um, none. None whatsoever okay. because uh, I cannot afford bodyguards, nor do I need them. I'm not that level of notoriety. <laughs> Yet. This podcast is blowing up, though. Okay, number 16. Uh, which of these YouTube stars is primarily a beauty vlogger? Hmm. Liza Koshy, Colleen Ballinger, Bretman Rock, Gaby Hanna, or Hannah Hart? Oh, it's definitely Bretman Rock. Um, he's kind of like, um, yeah, he's he's really one of the big ones there. All right, number seventeen. What is what's the name of Khloe Kardashian's clothing company? Oh man, the choices are Revenge Body, Red, White, and Blue, Good American, Life Thread, Khloe. I'm just gonna guess it's Khloe in all caps. That would make sense to me. I really haven't been keeping up with the Kardashians. I see what you did there. Okay, mm-hmm. number eighteen. What is the term for a private Instagram only followed by close friends? Oh, that's easy. It's a Fensta. I'll just get that out of the way. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 19. What does the term basic mean? 
And here are the choices. An easy question on a quiz, laugh out loud, a regular person that doesn't do anything spectacular, or a great song. It is a regular person who doesn't do anything spectacular. Number 20. Mm -hmm. Which TV show has Ariana Grande not appeared on? Gosh. Choices are Victorious, Sam and Cat, Scream Queens, American Horror Story, or she's appeared on all of these shows. That's a trick question. It is the very last because she was the main star of Sam and Cat alongside Jeanette McCurdy. She was also in Victorious, so it she's definitely been in all of them. All right. Apparently, this is more than 20 questions because this is question number 21, and it's a photo of a female um, presenting person, and it is... The question is, who is this? And the choices are Charlie XCX, Mitski, Grimes, Dua Lipa, or Camila Cabello. Go up again. Uh, I feel like that's Charlie XCX or Grimes. Oh, gosh. I think that's Charlie XCX. Oh, this is easy. Which Sprouse twin is on the show Riverdale? Oh, this is not easy. easy. Oh, gosh. it's. mm. I know the answer to this one, believe it or not. Do you really? Oh, gosh. Okay. So Dylan or Cole, which one is the more prolific one these days? Um, I want to say it was Cole. I believe that's true. Okay. Number 23 of the longest quiz ever. Which hat is a Gen Z trend? Hmm. The sun hat, the baseball cap, the bucket hat, the trucker hat. All right. So trucker hat is millennials. Um, Go up. Sun hat, definitely not. That's for um, that's for another generation. Baseball cap. Careful. Huh? <laughs> Careful what you say there. Yeah, I know. I, was... I can't wait to get to my quiz. <laughs> yeah, uh, baseball cap. I mean, everybody wears a baseball cap throughout all times, so not specific. I'm going to say bucket hat on this one. Although, I don't see many bucket hats worn as much anymore. I feel like that was a very, I feel like that was more of a fad than a trend. Yeah, I just took my bucket hat off right before we started recording. You would look ridiculous in a bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> look ridiculous in every hat. Okay, what is the nickname for older Gen Z? Zoomers, Zangers, Gen Me, or Hippies? Zoomers. <laughs> because it combines Boomer and Gen Z. So I guess I'm a Zoomer? I thought everybody was a Zoomer and Gen Z. And then hopefully this is the last question. This is question hopefully. 25. <laughs> <laughs> Which app is most loved by Gen Z? Facebook, yeah, right. Pinterest, MySpace, or TikTok? Um, I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's TikTok. You think? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How many questions are there? Last question. Okay. Oh, how would you rate this? Okay. Okay. I had a Um, mediocre time uh, with the number of questions, but I'd say overall it was enjoyable. So I'll say it was pretty okay. All right. Get your results. All right. Hold tight. They're working their magic. You got to fill the air here, Noah. Okay, so it says hold tight, working on magic, but it's giving us two options. Get your results and other quizzes sent to your inbox. Let's say yes, please. Just do that. Uh, Actually, it's probably going to make you sign up for something. No thanks, I'll watch an ad to see my results. Okay, Okay. so we're watching an ad to see your results. You got eight seconds to go. This is classic. And I'm glad it's not loud, too, or making any noise because we can't have that. But the best Mm -hmm. thing about this is that this is the most Gen Z ever, watching an ad to get what you want. Oh, Noah, no shade, but we bet, oh, <laughs> no shade, we bet you can't get 100% of the Gen Z questions, and you didn't. You can choose to retake the quiz, but you did perform well. 22 out of 25 questions answered correctly. What is that, like a 
88, something That's like that. That's pretty doggone good. I got, all right, I'll say I got an A minus in terms of being a Gen Z. And oftentimes, I think I've said this before on the podcast, I'm right on the cusp. So sometimes I feel too old for some Gen Z popularity things, but I feel too young to really like a lot of what millennials are really into these days too. So um, not too bad, not too bad at all. Not too bad. I'm impressed. Right. Congratulations. Cool. Stop screen sharing and I will bring up uh, the quiz that I have for you. You got an 88% there, Noah. 88? Okay. So B plus, I'm a B plus Gen Z. Since we're live, I'm just going to tell you that we have a special guest appearance by none other than Luke. Where is he? Luke just showed up in our house. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. All right. This is going to be fun. I already got this one. This is a boomer and Gen Xer 1980s quiz that no Gen Zer or millennial could realistically do well at. This is the most right. BuzzFeed title ever. All right, this is an easy quiz if you're over 45 and you are well, well, well over 45. So you should do great. All right, which one of these songs was Tina Turner's big comeback uh, single? What's Love Got to Do With It? I Don't Even Need the Choices. Nice, nice. All right, and we are moving. That is correct. I like that this actually tells you that you're correct. Which TV show featured the famous, the infamous Who Shot JR cliffhanger storyline? Dallas. We talked about this. You know this. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas. All right, up next. Who did Ronald Reagan defeat in the 1980 presidential election? Walter Mondale. I have never even heard that name before. <gasps> it was Jimmy Carter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I missed three, so you better... Uh, you better Pressure's on. Which soda brand infamously changed its formula in 1985? Too easy. Coca-Cola. Yep. It was New Coke, right? It was changed to new coke for like 72 days or 37 days or something wow dolly parton jane fonda and lily tomlin started in which movie together nine to five nine to five it looks like you got it cool which of these was not a popular author in the 1980s danielle Steele. grandma has literally all of danielle Steele's books all of them uh sydney sheldon or jonathan franzen jonathan franzen I've not heard of the author, but you are correct. What was the name of the space shuttle that tragically exploded shortly after? Challenger. Did you watch that live on TV? Uh, it was a snow day, and uh, it was January 28th, 1986. And uh, in New Jersey, it was a snow day. And uh, my mom came yelling upstairs. Um, I was still asleep. And she said the Challenger exploded. It was pretty horrible. You know, I feel like there's a lot of tragedies that mom had to relay to you when you were doing something else. Like, uh, what was it, John Lennon as well? And you said, who's John yeah, Lennon? Yes. I was like, who's John Lennon? Right. <laughs> well, my mom was on top of it. That's for sure. All right. Who was the Johnny Carson's sidekick and announcer on The Tonight Show? Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. All right. See if you're right. You are correct. Doing well. What toy line caused an absolute frenzy in 1983? Scroll down. All right. Care Bears. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Petty Ruxpin, Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch Kids. Kids. Yeah, I know this one too. Yeah. Cool. This is a scene from which share music video? If I could turn back time, I found someone. Just like Jesse James. I think it's if I could turn back time. All right. We'll see if you're right. You sure are. What was the name of the anti drug campaign slogan that First Lady Nancy Reagan created? Just say no. Just say no. And that actually permeated uh, throughout my childhood with uh, the D.A.R.E. program. Was that created in the 1980s uh, through Nancy mm -hmm. Reagan? Oh, the D.A.R.E. program? Probably. 
Yeah. All right. In 1989, President George H.W. Bush did a now rather infamous live television address saying that DEA agents had arrested someone for selling what drug across the street from the White House at Lafayette Park? And what are my choices? Heroin, (laughs) marijuana, and crack. Probably unsafe words for our show, but I'm going to say crack. That's your favorite? That's that's the one you like? It's not my favorite. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. Uh, what was the name of the baby rescued from a well in 1987? Amanda? Hold on, I think I know. Jessica? Jessica. Jessica. Nice. I Was that a big story? What was that? Oh, huge. Yeah. Interesting. Who was Phil this? Donahue. That's the answer to the next one. Phil Donahue. <laughs> you know Phil Donahue. All right. That's right. All right, moving on. Madonna caused a commotion when she performed which song while dressed in a wedding dress at the first, very first VMAs in 1984? Like a Virgin. Yep, I'm sure that was very controversial during the 80s. Very. Well, cancel culture existed way back then. We just saw it in a different way, I suppose. Right. In the early 1980s, Jane Fonda launched what successful venture? The Jane Fonda workout. The Jane Fonda what? Her own series of workout. The Jane Fonda workout, her own series of workout videos. Nice. What was the name of the hamburger that McDonald's introduced in 1985 that was served in a styrofoam container that separated the hot burger patty from the bottom part of the burger? The McTasty, the McClassic, or the McDLT? I think it was the McDLT, but I'm not sure. All right. Final answer? Yes. McDLT. What a weird name for a sandwich. DLT. Huh. Did you ever try it? I don't think I did. I actually didn't even know they don't, they don't still have it. But since they've cut the menu back, like we discussed last week, I shouldn't be surprised. True or false? True or false, Pac-Man inspired a hit song. That's true. (laughs) Was it an actual hit song? Like, I mean, it's a classic sound, I suppose. Was it an actual, like, song with lyrics? Oh, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. And finally, prior to starring on the Golden Girls, by the way, you've done better on this quiz than I did on my last one. uh, Betty White was best known for starring on which classic TV show? The Mary Tyler Moore Show. All right. Very nice. So you have gone 18 out of 19 correct. You scored better than 96% of all quiz takers. So apparently you are in a class of your own. Nice job. It's probably because like 12 Gen Gen Xers have taken this particular quiz, but I'll take it. (laughs) Uh, Nice job. You're clearly a boomer or a Gen Xer, or maybe have boomer or Gen Xer parents. Well, that would be correct. Who taught you about all these things? Either way, you did very well. And life experience. And is that Frankie's sister uh, from the middle doing uh, no. kind of a cheer? No, that's Julia Louis Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Fra- Seinfeld, my bad. Okay, I couldn't yeah. tell. All right, that that tells you how much of a Gen Xer I am. But um, <laughs> we will be back soon. My laptop is going to die, but I'm going to. Do we not have a check it out? Uh, well, no, because we're going to continue this episode once my. Um, laptop charges again um and we can just record that later but next up we are going to uh test uh test one another on uh how much we are of our opposite generations so for example i'm going to test my dad on how much of a gen z he is based on the vocabulary of gen z and he is going to test me on how much of a gen xer i am so stay tuned um this will be spliced together so you'll hear it and i'll be doing some editing but uh thank you very much for listening so far and we will see you soon so for part two of today's episode what we're going to do is we're going to test each other a little bit on our 
word knowledge from our various or our different generations. And so I have 10 words that I'm going to ask Noah to define. Uh, and these words were popularized for Generation X. So came about in the 80s, probably. And uh, many of our listeners will remember these words. And I think, Noah, you're going to get most of these because you're pretty sharp. So well, it's also I have a bit of an advantage, I feel like, because uh, there's words that just kind of stay throughout like the lingo, you know, like cool, cool has been there for the longest time. And we obviously haven't been using Gen Z words since Gen X. So I would say that I've either heard of some of these things, or they were still in rotation when I was a kid, or maybe they've fallen by the wayside a bit. But I would definitely well, say I think too, what's funny is that, <laughs> to me, hmm? because I am Gen X, these words are still very much in rotation, but maybe I'm Maybe I'm wrong. So we're going to find out. Although, admittedly, you can see the word on the screen and you can see the definition. So don't just look at the word, not the definition, and we'll see if you get it. Okay, you can actually stop screen sharing and then just read me the word. I think I will do that then. Cool. All right. All right. Our first word, and it's actually two words, our first term, chill pill. Chill pill. Okay, so I knew it's used in the context of dude, take a chill pill when somebody's overreacting to something, maybe being melodramatic or too hyper. So it just means to calm down, chill out, essentially. All right. Well, I told you you'd do well on this and you've started off well. Um, right. Chill pill means you are overreacting. You even use that word or way too stressed. Metaphorically means calm down. Mm-hmm. Take a chill pill. All right. Next up. Gnarly. That's spelled G-N-A-R-L-Y. Uh, gnarly is kind of like, you know, radical. That's super cool. You know, that's like, uh, it's, it's, I feel like gnarly is used when somebody's surfing, you're catching a gnarly wave, you know, it's something where to describe somebody doing something like super excellent, super cool. Right. I think that's close enough. The actual definition is gnarly generally means bent or twisted. So how did this become slang for intense or awesome? Mm. As in that party was totally gnarly. Well, it actually came about in the 70s. Uh, Gnarly meant challenging or frightening, but uh, it took on a new meaning in the 80s for Gen X. And so it's slang uh, for uh, its original um, definition. So gnarly is, you know, cool or um, distinctive in in a lot of ways. It it essentially means amazing. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. Next up. Uh, your next word is, wait for it, headbanger. Headbanger. Okay, so headbanger would be something that you would do at a Metallica concert or a Megadeth concert. Uh, it's something where you are quite literally banging your head. So I did you uh, use that term frequently? I mean, it would be somebody, it would describe maybe like a metalhead, like a headbanger. You know, you're just going like this. So I feel like it's... Uh, yeah, it has to be somebody who's just kind of, you know, wiling out at like a concert or something like that. Somebody's like like I was. I was a headbanger at the Huey Lewis and the News concert or the Wham concert, right? Uh, I mean, I'd say that is uh, that music is not intense enough for headbanging, but I would never question somebody if they felt like they wanted to do that when they're having a good time. Is well, you're correct? three for three. You're three for three right. here. Right, cool. So entering it entered the language between 1980 and 85. And a headbanger is someone who loves heavy metal music. Nice. So 
you're head, you're three for three here. All right, next up, and we've used this one. I we I think we talked about this and defined it in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yuppie. Yuppie. Okay, so a young, upwardly mobile professional, and this one is kind of cheating because you gave me the definition of this. Uh, I want to say a few months ago, but uh, yeah, uh, essentially a yuppie would be. Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, you know, somebody who is living in the city and like working for like a banking institution or investment, something like that. Very financially sound uh, young person who is making quite a bit of money and dresses well, you know, very uppity. There you go. I appreciate you uh, absorbing what I what I shared in a previous episode. Yes. Yuppie, young, upwardly mobile people. Cool. So you got it. Awesome. Okay. Next up. Good job, Z. Next up. Oh, this one is too easy. Dis. D-I-S-S. Oh, yeah. It's uh, basically saying it's like if you're dissing somebody, you're kind of like insulting somebody or you're like throwing like an insult their way, you know? Uh, it's actually still commonly used today. Rappers will uh, throw diss tracks at one another and it's kind of common. So it's essentially just calling out their style, something they do. It's like an insult. It's maybe not so direct but it's something where it's just like you you're essentially just like throwing shade on somebody i was just gonna say it's like throwing shade right yeah and i think that's sort of a term that gen z uses now i honestly can't tell i can't tell all right well you you got these words down because uh you use the word insult and that's exactly what it means to diss Mm -hmm. someone is to insult them to disrespect them so you're on a roll and i just want you to know that um (laughs) I'm nervous about what you're going to give me next. So anyway, the next one is, is hella H E L L A. What you got? Um, I would say that means very like that is hella cool. You know, it means it's extremely cool. It's very cool. Oh man. You did it again. Very and extremely yeah. are the words are the words to describe hella. Uh, that's nice. interesting. I honestly don't, I don't think I ever remember the word hella until 2010. I'm honestly, I'm pretty sure that's when I started hearing it around it too. I didn't know it was coined in the eighties or anything like that. So maybe mm-hmm. it was more popular in the eighties. You were, where were, where were you living in the eighties up North or down New South? Jersey. Yeah. Okay. It might've been more of a regional thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, interesting. Hella is thought to originate in Northern California. Huh? That makes sense. Yeah, I know. Makes sense. But yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Hella. Good job, Z. I'm really getting nervous here. All right. Next one is tripping. Oh, you're tripping. Uh, so I, the context of your tripping is just like, how do I, how I, how do I describe it? It's like when somebody's tripping, it's just like, you're wrong. You know, like you are, you're not correct or something, or you are like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. This one is like a little bit tougher. I know how you use it in a sentence. It's like he or she is tripping. Like, you know, you're, you're telling me this? No, you're tripping. So it's just like that's not true, right? Yeah, you've got the you've got the the meaning down. Mm-hmm. For the first time, you haven't actually used the words that are listed to define these words. But in this case, it's, if someone says you're tripping, that means you're acting like a fool, that you're being too excited, that you're too bothered about something. Take these examples. I'm not tripping over the mess that happened last night. Or you got to be tripping to say you're going to ditch me today. Okay. Uh, I actually think that's, um, I think that's worth uh, marking off for me because I actually didn't know specifically uh, what it meant. So I think uh, I knew how to use it correctly in a sentence, but at the same time, 
I wasn't exactly sure what the specifics of it were. So I think it's fair for me to say that I missed that one. All right. Well, you're kind because I'm going to miss all of the ones you're going to give me shortly. But oh, here we go. That's not true. That's not true. All right. The next one, Rock, R-U-C-K. That rocks. You rock. That's It comes from rock music. Um, uh, I would. It's essentially saying that's great. That's very cool. Like that rocks. You rock. Rock on. Stuff like that. <laughs> the term of endearment. You sure you're not reading this? If no, a friend I'm not. tells you you rock, you take it as a compliment because it means you're absolutely awesome. And you know what, Noah? Clearly, as a father, because you know all this, I rock. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like a lot of these are words that people still use today, or at least we've known about. So I feel like even though I'm not reading, you're not screen sharing, I'm not looking at the definition. It's pretty self-explanatory for the most part because it's been mm-hmm. used in movies, TV shows. Like we know the context for sure. Just like all of your Gen Z words that I'm going to not describe or define. Correctly. Well, you sure. will get some of these. So uh, let me go ahead and- I got two more though. Hold on. Got... Oh, you do? Two more? Yeah, two more. Yep. Next one is dude. Dude. Um, so dude can describe any type of person. A dude is like, I mean, dude can be used in many contexts. You can be like, dude, as in like your friend could be, you know, someone close to you, or it could be like, dude, stop doing that in a way where it's just like, that's how you address somebody. I think dude is probably, isn't it somebody who's your friend or somebody's close to you? Like, dude, it's like a person. I don't yeah. know what the specifics behind it are. Yeah. Dude, dude is, lang- is slang for a man in the US uh, in the 1900s. But in the 80s, dude took a jump as a term of address. Like, hey, dude, an exclamation like, dude, that's awesome. Well, now people say that dude is, um, it's not just like a binary term. It's essentially right. it's gender neutral. Every, yeah, everybody's a dude. We're all right. dudes. So right. that's right. kind of a fun way to address it. Yeah. All right. One more. There's, it's a term, not a word. It's three words to the max to the max okay so to the max would mean like to the extreme to the utmost essentially you know to the max would just mean all the way so it's just like he or she is cool to the max or that that roller coaster was fun to the max right the maximum amount of whatever you are describing it is short for the to the maximum and is used casually to mean completely or extremely. So yeah. good job. You got nine out of 10, 90%. Congratulations. All right. I'm so not terribly I'm, surprised. I am an A minus uh, Gen Xer. So pretty good. All right. So if we're going by the 10 point scale. All right. We are. Right. 10 questions. All right. So, well, you know how uh, sometimes they would do uh, seven points for, uh, oh, yeah. for seven A's. point scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I did not like that in fact I think I did that for most of high school all right so all right so this is a take this gen z vocab test and we'll guess your true age so you could range from anywhere between 15 to 95 depending on how much you know and I'm interested to see what it guesses your age is so (laughs) these are all gen z questions uh but it's all vocab so you're not going to have to worry about some of the trends or TikTok stars or celebrities, but um, there's some stuff on here that I'll be interested in. Too bad because, you know, I'm, I'm so familiar with so many TikTok stars. <laughs> All right. So question one, what does tea mean? So first uh, option is it's a beverage, something soothing, 
a drug or gossip? I don't know. I'm going to say it's something soothing. All right. You are incorrect, I think. Looks like a check mark. It looks like a check mark, but I think that's just what we selected. Um, T would mean gossip, uh, uh. generally speaking, to Gen Zs. All right. So, what things are straight fire? Dangerous, lies, things that are trendy, or things that are cool? Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to narrow it to two. Mm-hmm. And it's either things that are trendy or things that are cool. And I'm going to say straight fire is things that are cool. All right. Up next, what does suh mean? S-U-H. And then there, the <laughs> options here are, can we pick a real word? And then there's, I have no idea. And then there's hi. And the other one's what's up? Well, I'm going to say it doesn't mean hi, because if you can't just say the word hi, well, I won't go there. Um, I'm going to say, I have no idea. You have no idea. All right. I have no idea. And that's what I think it means. Well, um, I can tell you right now. Don't tell actually, me it's sup, sup because sup means what's up. No, it's, it, it's shortening. Like it's shortening. What's up people to say, suh. So it's usually what's up. All right. So, uh, what's next? It says, what does it mean if you skirt S K U R T? And the four options here are you wear a dress, you go to a party, you chill out at home, or you go away. You go away. You would be correct. All right. You know this. What is greatest of all time for? Yep. Greatest Greatest of all all time. time. You know this. Who is your squad? Your family, your coworkers, your pets, or your friends? It's either your family or your friends. And I'm going to say it's your friends. All right. You would be correct. However, this is interchangeable because you could call your family your squad, but mm-hmm. usually uh, it would be your friends, uh, the people you're very close to in that way. All right. What is something if it is Gucci? Awful, huge, expensive, or cool? I'm going to say expensive. All right. If a person needs milk, what do they need? Strong bones, money, attention, or help? I'm going to say money. Okay, so this one comes from a vine. It's kind of a reference that only people who sort of grew up with vine would really understand. Um, So it's pretty popular. All right, what is an unsult? Is it a made up word, an insult, a compliment, or a fake compliment? I'm going to say it's either a compliment or a fake compliment. All right, so what do you think? Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'm going to say... It's a compliment. All right. (laughs) I have a feeling my age is going to be like 95. All right. I will say this. You are doing better than you think so far. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Or than many probably would have expected. What is on fleek? (laughs) Okay. What is on fleek? A type of public transportation? Looking good? Looking fine? Looking perfect? It's either looking fine or looking good or looking perfect. Um, I'm going to say it's looking good. All right. That would be incorrect, I believe. Uh, it's probably looking perfect. All right. What is a Finstagram? You know this. A fake Instagram to play around with. Mm-hmm. And those don't really exist as much anymore. I didn't think so. Those got really popular in, I want to say, 2016 through maybe 2018 or 19. And then they just kind of faded away. You ever have one? Um, no, I never had a Finstagram. Because it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. You have so many other social medias. I feel like a Finstagram. 
I think the reason I, I never to. wanted one was because I was worried that if I were to post something on it, that would not be palatable as palatable as, you know, a main account, then one day somebody could screenshot that or use it against me. And I didn't want that yeah. to affect job prospects and whatnot. Yeah. So good. Mark. All right. So um, what is I must a- rock? Because you, you learned that. I must rock. <laughs> well, I mean, me. a ton of people who had uh, Instagram accounts ended up getting great jobs. So, I mean, in the end, it probably didn't matter that much. And I would doubt people would go look all the way for that for most of the time. At the um, time it's probably more typical than not. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So what is a move? When you go somewhere for a better job, a type of dance, something fun to do, or a big party? Hmm. I am going to say it's either a big party or something fun to do. And I'm going to say it's a big party. Incorrect. It would be something, something fun, fun to fun do. To do. <laughs> so uh, it's usually used in the context where my friends will text me, are there any moves tonight? Or are you making any moves tonight? So it would be, what are we doing tonight? That would be fun and or cool. So, yeah. So the last time someone said, um, do we have any moves tonight? You said, yes, I'm recording an episode of ZZ Talk with my dad. No, I did not. I did not say that uh, because we usually record on uh, Sundays, right? Okay. It's usually not during the weekends. All right. Sorry. This is the this is the longest quiz of my life. Go ahead. Oh, we're almost done. We're almost done. What is something that happens in Snapchat? A snap clap, a snap tramp, a snap hello, a snap trap. I'm going right. to say a snap clap. Snap clap. I honestly don't know this one either. Um, I'm guessing it's a snap clap. Who knows? What does lit mean? Oh, lit means uh, ooh, something that's pretty cool or something really cool. I'm going to say it's or something, something amazing. Ooh, that's lit. Ooh. Can we come back to this one? No, we can't. <laughs> um, that's lit. I'm going to say it's something amazing. It's probably All right. Um, I would be inclined to think that you're correct on that one. No, I hope so. If you're emotional, what are you doing? Caking, baking, faking, or draking? I just have to say, this is ridiculous. Um, uh, <laughs> I am, you're not baking. Please tell me you're not baking. Um, faking, you're faking. Uh, that would be wrong. Um, so it should probably be draking because Drake, uh, the musical artist, he usually sings about being in his feelings and kind of, People, there's this whole thing. It's just like people who listen to him are usually in their feelings or he sings about like emotional kind of stuff. So Drake is always in his feelings. So I would think it'd be Draking. I think it's hilarious that your mother is nodding her head like she knows all of this. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like she keeps up with some of the stuff. I feel like um, I feel like maybe some of the TV shows she watches, they use this. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are you when you need a lot of attention? Needy? A drama queen, hungry or thirsty? Well, you you are needy, but I'm going to say you're uh, a drama queen. Incorrect. It would be thirsty. Okay. What does A mean at the end of the sentence? You're mad. You're joking. You're curious. You're asking a question. (laughs) Next time, could we take a Spanish test? I think I'd probably do better. Um, (laughs) Sure. I'm going to say it means you're joking. All right. That would be incorrect. It would be you're asking a question. 
That would be too obvious, that one. All right. All right. What do you call it when two bros really like each other? A bad time, creepy, brotacular, or a bromance. Yeah. I feel like that one's been around for a while. What do you call people who are acting insane? Nuts, whacked, cray cray, cray or crazy. Yeah. I even I use that term. All right. I'll say this. Um, this is more of a millennial term. I yeah. have not heard somebody my age or a l- even a little bit younger <laughs> or than my age say cray cray. Well, I mean, you know, 24. I mean, for Gen Z, it's pretty wide, wide. Cray cray seems to me to be a little outdated already. Yeah, I feel like that's what some of the younger millennials use um, since we're now, you okay. know, there's. Uh, OK, so how do you say something is for certain? Definitely. Most deaf, deafs or deaf. It's either most deaf or deaf, and I'm going to get it wrong, whichever one I pick. So I'm going to pick most deaf. All right. I think it's just deaf, um, but most deaf, I would say, was in the popular lingo at some point in time. I feel like people said that. Um, what do you call a guy in a gang? A gangster, a gangbanger, a gangsta, or a G? Uh, I'm going to say it's either gangsta or G, and I'm going to go with G. I think G is correct. I think G is correct. All right. We're almost done here. Please. Okay. <laughs> How do you say hello? Hello. Hi. Hey. Or hello. Well, I'm just going to say it cannot be hello because that is not how you say hello. Well, no, but obviously this is slang. So this is not how you say the right words anyway. It can be. I'm going crazy. with hey. I'm going with hey. Hey. All right. Uh, what acronym might you use for something funny? LOL, ROFL, Keck, or JKS? I'm going to say ROFL, rolling on the floor laughing. I think people still use LOL a whole lot. Um, I think that one's not going anywhere anytime soon. Are you saying that I should have said LOL? Yeah, because uh, I just don't feel like people use ROFL. I feel like that was popular when LOL was getting popularized. Oh, I use LOL all the time. I might be wrong, though. It doesn't really tell you if you're right or wrong here. It just guesses your age. So mm-hmm. you'll pretty much tell, be able to tell how you did at the end. What would you wear to bed? Pajamas, sweatpants, nothing, or a onesie? What kind of question is this? I mean, I, I literally don't understand it. Well, what would a Gen Z do As uh, in this context? Mm. I'm going to say... I don't think it's a onesie. I don't, I don't think it's a onesie. I don't think it's nothing. I'm going to say pajamas. Pajamas? I think I, I think said that too, but it's yeah. probably sweatpants. Well, um, that's what Gen X wears too, believe me. Yeah, and I'm pretty happy that uh, sweatpants have become such a popular thing. All right, what is PROBS? P-R-O-B-S. A disease? A band? A way of saying maybe? A way of saying probably? Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Go up again. A way of saying probably and a way of saying maybe are the same thing, in my opinion. I think I'm going to go with a way of saying probably. I believe that is correct. What is a QT? A measurement, a type of car, a type of dance, or a way to say cutie? A way to say cutie. I believe you're correct in that way. Um, What does random mean? Something not normal? Something unexpected? Something odd? Or it could mean anything? I'm going to say it could mean anything. All right. How often do you say YOLO? Never. <sighs> Very rarely. Constantly or not often. It's either never or not often or very rarely. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not often. All right. Um, 
I think for Gen Zs, it's pretty much never. But if you were to use it, it would you would be using it ironically. You'd be saying YOLO to be annoying because it represents a really big trend that everybody was saying in like 2012 or 2011, whenever that was popular. All right. What do you do when something good happens? Do you say yay, cool, awesome, or when? I'm going to say when, even though I would say awesome. You don't want to hang out with your friend anymore because he's acting awfully. What is he? A bad friend? Pass? Passe? Passe. Lame or canceled? I don't think that it's canceled because, you know, um, so I'm going to go with lame. All right. You are 15 years old, apparently. Huh. That's interesting. You, oh, maybe you got 15 or you, I got okay. 15. Right. So what's my age? Um, let's see. You are, no, I, I believe they think that you are 15 years old. You are so generation Z that is ridiculous. Either you're a millennial who has a pretty hip vocabulary. Uh, your, your answers to this quiz were totally Gucci and we're sure that both you and your squad use the slang all the time. Oh God, I'm cringing. Uh, <laughs> no reason to start adulting anytime soon. Be young while you still can. All right. Well, I think this is broken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to take it again because it was the most painful 15 minutes of my life right, or at least right. of the day. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, apparently you are very in tune with what Gen Z likes to say. Said so, no one ever. Right. Well, I mean, I suppose your, uh, your market for your job, uh, you kind of got to know what's cool and what's not at this point. What's, right? what's really even funnier about this is that it says it's a five minute quiz that took us 15. So there you go. Oh, that's, that's true. perfect. That's, that's true. perfect. That's perfect. So right, cool. Well, that was fun. And this is no doubt the longest episode of ZZ Talk ever, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some editing on this one. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely gonna be a longer one. Uh, however, I think we should move into our check it out section so that we can uh, shorten the runtime as much as we can. All right. All right. So you want mine? Um, I'll go first this time uh, okay. because usually you have uh, you usually have one on deck, but I do too. Uh, so uh, I'm going to recommend uh, that you check out a YouTube channel called Company Man, and he does videos on the decline of certain fast food chains, the success of certain uh, restaurants or businesses. Like he's got videos on Radio Shack. He's got videos on why Culver's is so good, or he's got videos on uh, maybe the decline of Cartoon Network, CC's Pizza, just what happened over time. And he gives the backstory to it too. So you fully understand how a place started, what made them successful or what didn't make them successful, or maybe what business decisions they made that eventually led them to the outcome of pretty much where they're at today. So it's really cool stuff. And um, if you ever kind of wondered what happened to the quality of a certain restaurant or why you see way more of these or way less of these, uh, you'll, pro- you'll probably be able to learn it on this channel. So it's called Company Man. So that's the YouTube. Interesting. I might check that out. Yeah, that's neat. Which is really what you want me to do, right? Well, that's the whole point. Check it out okay. if you want to. All right. I'm going to offer up a podcast. All right. And this is a podcast. It's about five weeks old now. It's called the 4-8 Men Podcast. And it's uh, Christian Huff, who is, um, do you know Christian Huff? No, I don't. Uh, what He's a uh, social media personality. I don't really fully understand what his job is, but he's a Christian and he has developed this uh, podcast called the 4-8 Men Podcast, and it refers to 1 Timothy 
that says physical training is uh, of some value, but godliness has value for all other things. And so he's combined, he, he interviews different people who um, are big into the fitness industry, but also mm-hmm. uh, Christians and talk about how to combine physical um, uh, development with, with spiritual development. And it's a really good podcast. It's about mm, 45, 50 minutes each week. And this week's episode was by a guy who was training to run. He was a football player for Clemson University. And he's training to run a 100-mile race. Wow. And uh, so essentially... Isn't that the, an ultramarathon? Yeah, he's done a number of them. He's done a, a number of Iron uh, Ironman competitions, but he's uh, focused on that. So it's really interesting, and it gives you a physical challenge and a spiritual challenge every week. And... Um, Again, I'm not exactly sure what Christian Huff does, but uh, I like what he has to say. And he seems to know a lot of interesting people. So he's worth listening to. So the four, eight men podcast, check it out. Well, they do say your body is a temple. And uh, I mean, it's definitely good to keep up with your physical fitness. I do want to ask you this, though. Do you remember when we went to um, that mega church and watched those giant Christian dudes like, the, you know, those really ripped guys? just break baseball bats on the backs and like over their knees and stuff. And they were just lifting extremely heavy objects. Yep. Okay. I I was just wondering, I was just wondering if I was just making that up in my mind, because I feel like they were just like a traveling squad of uh, Christians who were, they were like, they had gospel messages, but they also did this really cool show where they were just breaking stuff over their backs and just like lifting really heavy objects. That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember you brought a friend, I think. Yeah, you had a friend with you. Um, and Luke was there. And it was just uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called. Weren't they former like prisoners or something like that? I don't know. Maybe they were. I'm not sure. But anyway, but they were huge. It was really cool. Some of the biggest guys I've ever seen. So it just yeah. your suggestion reminded me of that. Yeah. All right. Good. But I digress. So um, <laughs> with that, thank you for listening to such a long and perhaps meandering episode. But that means that you probably got to listen to us, uh, uh, this episode, not in full on your way to work, but to and from work. And uh, you got to stay with us for a work day. longer. Yeah. So we hope you have uh, a long commute so that you could listen to the whole thing. Absolutely. So it would probably take me like four commutes to listen to this whole episode. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Uh, it's always it's always nice to be able to um, just do a little something different. But That's with right, that, right. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is Easy Talk.